Yo, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with your host, Jake Rubel. I am flying solo today. I'm actually uh, on my way to Appleton, Wisconsin to meet up with my dude, AJ Wilkerson, and the boss, Jay Muse. Uh, We're actually at Skyline Comedy Club tonight tomorrow and Saturday, so it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. I've not uh, been with Jay, I think, since like Huntsville, Alabama, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be awesome. And of course, hanging out with AJ is always a great time, but I am recording this episode on my Apple Watch like a spy because I'm, I'm driving. And the thing is, is that we've not put out an episode for a while, so... I was like, you know what? I've got a little bit of time. I'm going to go ahead and record an episode real quick and get it out there. So if the audio is not great, that is why. But guess what? Who cares? You're riding shotgun with me through Chicago right now. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I, I love, I I love doing this, you know, I mean, I know that it probably doesn't seem like it because there's so many times that we'll go a couple weeks and not have an episode come out, but you know, it's one of those deals to where I, I would love to have a routine. I would love to have a schedule, but I am a complete dumpster fire of a human I never know what's going on. I try to do my best to have schedules, but my brain doesn't work like that. And I think that it's okay. Honestly, I think that as long as I get to the points where I'm like, you know what? I know who I am. And like, there's certain things about me that I'm trying to make better and I'm trying to change, but I just know who I am. Like, and I'm going to be cool with it. I'm going to be fine with it. And I do want to get more episodes out. So I just had to figure out another way. Maybe like um, record a bunch of episodes. You know what I mean? And then like release them once a week or something. But I think more than anything, probably the best way of doing it is when I'm on the road like this. Because I do want to get them out to you. It's just when I'm home, sometimes other things come up, you know. Um, and I love I love doing the show with Chia. You know, the actually the podcast started out with it was going to be just me as the host and I was going to interview comedians. I was going to have like friends that are comedians come on. I was going to have different headliners that I was opening for come on and, and we were going to record um, that way. And I actually did record a couple of episodes that way. But whenever I first had Chia come on the podcast as, you know, as a guest uh, initially, uh, initially, uh, yeah, I speak for a living. People pay me to talk and that's how I, I talk. But whenever Chia first came on the podcast as just a guest, it was like, it just, it was, dude, it was so much fun. I had a blast. And I was like, maybe this is just something I can do with my wife. And then COVID happened and we were just home. And the only people that I was around ever was my family. So, you know, it kind of just had to be this way. So, but it worked. And then a lot of people, you know, uh, commented and said how much they liked having she on the podcast. So I do like having her on the show. I like having her on every episode, but I feel like it's rude if we continue to like miss weeks. You know what I mean? So occasionally I think you're going to get a solo episode with me. So that's what we're doing today. And today, uh, one of the first thing I want to talk, I want to talk about game shows. I know that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's why, 
Why talk about game shows? I'll tell you why. I've not watched, like, a game show in I don't know how long. I mean, it had been years, honestly. And I think it's mostly because whenever I watch game shows, depending on what they are, I feel like I'm watching, like, a dystopian future. There's something about game shows that kind of creep me out a little bit. Not all of them. You know, we've got, like, Family Feud and, uh, (coughs) excuse me, we've got, like, Family Feud and stuff like that. And I dig those. Like, uh, they're fine, you know? I don't really, like I said, I don't really watch them that often. But those are completely fine. But then you've got shows like Press Your Luck or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You know what I mean? Like, shows like that to where it's like one person that is going against, like, a board of some sort or answering these questions, doing these different things to try to win a ton of money. And, like, the whole crowd is behind him. The whole crowd is, like, rooting for him or telling him what to do. And there's lots of lights and it's like, uh, there's something about all of that that kind of creeps me out a little bit, you know, like it's, like I said, it's like dystopian. Like I could see, I could see doing something like that and it's being like, okay, you're on this show and what we're going to do is we're going to ask you a series of questions. And as the game goes on, the questions will be harder And if you answer these questions correctly, we will give your family food. But if you answer incorrectly, we will slowly cut off a digit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I always feel. I feel like that's the direction we are heading as a civilization sometimes. And it freaks me out. But having said that, they're very entertaining. We watched... uh, Last night we were at my mom's house. And... We, she just, uh, we had dinner with her and she put on, I can't remember what it was, but she put on a, a game show and I think it was like to tell the truth. I think that's what it is. It's the new, like, cause they're rebooting a bunch of game shows now. And I think it was to tell the truth. And I think it had, I think Anthony Anderson was the host. So I believe that's what it was. And it was fun. Like it was a lot of fun. We were having a good time cause we were trying to like guess who they were too. And we were having a really good time. All of us just like guessing like, oh, I think it's, you know, number two, number three. And it was just fun, you know? So <clears throat> when we got home last night, uh, we went to the Out Den. Speaking of which, the Out Den is coming along greatly. Uh, <clears throat> all the electrical work is done at the moment. And I've got a brand new TV in there, which is nice. I say brand new, but I bought it off a college kid moving out of the country, so... Whatever, it's brand new to me. It's a new TV, very nice. And I, I bought a couch off a, a, a rich lady. And, <laughs> and no, like I'm. whenever I say rich lady, no joke. Like I got it on Facebook Marketplace. It's a very nice couch. It was only 100 bucks, And I was like, yeah, totally. Like I, we need a couch in here. I'm going to go get that. So uh, we went to go get it and we pulled in. And it was the biggest house I think I've ever been to. Honestly, it was a giant house and the, like they had a chandelier on their front porch that was probably more expensive than my entire house. So it was insane. And then whenever we walked in, they had one room completely full of guitars. Anyways, uh, they were very rich. And whenever they seen that I was the one coming to pick up the couch, they had a look on their face like no one like this has ever been in our house that we didn't have to pay to leave. 
and uh, I paid them. So I gave them money, and it made me feel good because they probably used it, I don't know, for, like, uh, fuel to light their fancy cigarettes later on or something. I don't know. But anyways, we got the couch. So last night we get back home after hanging out with Mom and watching these game shows, and we put on a game show, and we started with... um, what do we start with? Oh, we started with, I, I believe it was Match Game, right? Yeah, the, the the rebooted Match Game with Alec Baldwin. And I watched that because Justin Long was on the episode that we watched, and I like Justin Long. And I was like, oh, this this is going to be fun. And it, it was. It was a good time. Like, it wasn't like a, a mate. Like, game shows are great because you watch them, and you're like... I don't know. Like, I don't think we watch game shows that often because, as everybody that listens to the show knows, we're, like, completionists. Like, we like to – if we start a book series, we like to finish that whole series. If we start, like, a movie, we you know, we like to watch all those movies and, like, TV shows and everything. So it's hard to do that with, like, game shows. There's just something – like, you don't feel – I guess whenever you watch a game show, it's like – it's like passive television. Like, you're not invested in it for the most part. Um, for most game shows. You just kind of, like, are just watching this thing happen. And then whenever it's done, you're fine. Like, you don't feel... I, and I know that's dumb to say because, like, it's television. So you're never going to, like, feel completed. But there are times that we watch stuff that after we finish it, I feel good. Like, I feel like I just had, like, a good meal. Like, uh, I just finished watching Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi. And the first few episodes I wasn't that into, but whenever it wrapped up afterwards, I was like, especially like the last 10 seconds of the show, which sounds ridiculous, but if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. Like the last 10 seconds, I was like, oh, that feels great. Like I feel very accomplished. I feel good. And again, I know a lot of people are like, well, you're just sitting there watching TV. Well, I don't care. You know, I'm a big fan of movies and television. That's I love it. I love the feeling I get from it. There are times where I can watch something and have more of an uh, emotional response to that than anything else in my daily life. So it, it helps my mind to be open. It helps my heart to stay open. And it helps me to cry like a little baby. So I don't care. But we there's something about game shows where I feel like you don't get like a... Um, you just you're just kind of like passively watching it. You're it's you don't get anything from it. But after we watched Match Game, which again was fine, I think we watched like two episodes of that, and it was fine. We watched to we watched Press Your Luck, and Elizabeth Banks is the host of Press Your Luck. Now again, I don't know like if these are like brand new shows. They're they're new game shows to me. They could be ten years old. I have no idea. But I've not watched game shows in so long that to me, and I, I get that these are reboots of old game shows, but Press Your Luck at first felt very dystopian. Like it felt like there's three people that go up, two people are going to be able to move on, and then one person is going to be shot in front of the audience. You know what I mean? Like it was very creepy feeling at first. But that's probably because my brain is broken. I'm not a normal human being, and that's okay. I'm just a fuzzy weirdo, and I like it. But after watching like – so the way the show works, for those of you that don't know, um, the way that the show works is that you have like three people in the beginning, and they all have – they all answer these questions to – basically uh determine how many spins they get on the board and uh 
they'll ask the questions, they get their spins, and then they move on to where they now this is the first time I've ever watched the show. I did I've never even watched the original show. So whenever they first started doing the spin, they're like, uh, big money, big money, no whammies, stop. I've heard that saying in pop culture so many times and had no idea what they were referring to. So that was kind of a nice thing to be like, oh, this is that thing. So anyways, they basically, they put like prizes up on the board and they put, uh, you know, like money and stuff. But then there's like something called whammies, which are these little like minions that will take your money. If you land on that, you lose everything that you've, you've built up. So... The goal is to get as much money as possible. You want to leave this round with having the most money. Whoever has the most money goes on to the next uh, the next round, which is basically them just playing against the board. They'll have like three spins per round. There's like multiple rounds, and you can stop at any point. So like whatever you win in the beginning of the show, you get to keep. That's yours, right? And then you move on to the second part, and then um, – Hopefully you move on to the second part and you're not one of the people that get shot. But if they – I'm just kidding. They don't do that, hopefully. But then – I don't know. I don't know what happens. I want to see a show where it shows the people who lose game shows. What's their life like after that? Because could you imagine that? You're like – you have this once-in-a-lifetime chance and then you blow it. Like, pff, dude, your life is not going to be good after that. But – uh, back to the rounds. So you get to the rounds and then you go through like the first round, uh, you get through that. If you get through it, then you get to choose to press your luck and keep moving forward, um, and get bigger prizes or keep what you have. But keep in mind, if you hit one of those whammies, you lose your money and prizes. So we were watching it last night and there was this dude that was on there and he was so lovable. Like he was this big guy. He had so much energy. We were having so much fun watching this guy. But so like the beginning of this show where it's like just you're you competing against the other people is fine. I don't care too much about that. But like once you get into the the, the like the mega round or super round or whatever it is, um, you really get invested in these people. Like you because the prizes that are on the board are personal prizes. So like I imagine the people fill out forms when they get on the show and they're like, here's like you know, 20 or 50 things that I would love here. Like I want a jet ski. I, I want, uh, you know, I want a lifetime supply of fig Newtons, just ridiculous stuff like that. Or maybe it's just like, what's your favorite snack? Where's a place? Where's five places you'd like to visit? I don't know how it works because I'm not in a game show or I should say on a game show. My life could be a game show. I don't know. Uh, that'd be weird. And I am losing. So uh, you get through the, the, these rounds and everything, but like you get invested in these people because you start learning a lot about them. Their family comes out and like sits on the floor with them. You get to see like all these things that they'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, like I want this car because my wife doesn't have a car and has to take the train to work every day and she's amazing. And I, so like you just learn about these people and you get so invested. So, Last night we're watching it and we get like so into it. There's this dude, he's winning a lot. Man, his his parents and his wife come out and they're so lovely and everything's fantastic and like he's he's winning all kinds of stuff. He wins like a uh, like a, a a piano, like a 
whatever they're called, like grand piano, baby grand piano. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't give him an adult one, but he, he wins this piano for his wife because she's a musician and he's so excited about it. And he wins like this Harley for his dad because his dad has always wanted a Harley and it's a trike, which means that his mom will actually get on the back of it. And oh my gosh, it's such a moving moment. He wins two electric vehicles, a truck for him and a car for his wife. Now she doesn't have to take the subway to work. It's beautiful. Oh my goodness. What else could happen? Bam, whammy. It's ridiculous. Like, we're crying. Like, he's winning so much stuff. Like, li their life is just getting so much better. He's got all of this money. So much money. And if you get $500,000, like, if, if, if your money equals $500,000, they automatically bump you up to a million dollars and the game is over and you win everything. So... He's at like 400, and spoilers, I guess, for a game show, whatever, but he's at like $480,000 or something like that, and he's won all of this stuff, like, and we're just, like, we're both crying, because it's like, this dude's life just changed, like, imagine him going home, everything is different, their life will never be the same, we just watched someone's dreams come true, this is amazing, and then they're like, do you want to go to the next round, and if you go to the next round, you only need 20,000 more dollars, and then you have a million dollars, but you could also get that whammy and we're like screaming at the TV like, dude, walk away. Don't be greedy. Walk away. And he was like, I came here to win the big bucks. Let's press our luck. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And the crowd's freaking out. They're like, there's a dude over in the corner just throwing up because he's so excited. Everything is amazing. There's fireworks. It's, there's people doing cartwheels. All of a sudden, a bunch of bears on tiny little bicycles come riding in. And then the bears are hungry because they've not fed them for a while. They've been in the back room for so long. And the bears start fighting each other and this guy's such a hero he kills the bears with his hands and now whenever you kill something with your bare hands it's so magnificent you don't say bare hands anymore you say steve hands because steve is now the man uh, none of that happened but what i'm saying is like it was so amazing and like oh my gosh it's really happening and he's gonna go for it and he's got three spins and he hits a whammy Dude, he lost everything. Everything. In one moment, the guy literally had everything he could ask for. He had, like, I, like ridiculous stuff, dude. He had, like, a lifetime supply of Jello. He had, like, a three-year, $1,000 a week or something like that Costco uh, membership thing. Like, he had all this stuff. He had that piano. He had the matching cars. He had the Harley. And not just that, but he had hundreds of thousands of dollars he was going to walk home with. And he pressed his luck. And I was just like, like we were so heartbroken because you just watched, you just watched this guy's whole life just wash out of his face. Like he was so happy. He had everything he could ever ask for, everything he could dream of. And he just went too far. And I don't know. I was thinking about that. Like, I was thinking about that today. Like, how many times do we do stuff like that? Not to be like, 
I don't want to be like a preacher <laughs> about this because, you know, uh, that did sound very preacher. Like, how many, that, like, that reminded me of something, you know? But that that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, okay, uh, I guess I'll give it my life as an example. You know, I'm living, I'm living my dream. This is amazing. Like, right now I'm driving to Wisconsin to do a show with my best friend and a guy that I grew up idolizing and now, like, call a friend and that's that blows my mind I'm going and I get paid to do it this is my job and it's not you know I'm in a position right now where I'm not making like a ton of money or anything and I feel good about where I'm at and I know that there's a lot of people that would just be like this is good but I want the next thing and they would just be pushing it and I don't want to get to that point like I don't want to press my luck like what if this is like what if this is just it what if this is my $480,000? What if this is my matching vehicles with my wife? Why why press my luck? Why keep like I'm not saying that I'm going to like not try to do better, but I'm not going to bank on it, you know? Like it, it's not going to be one of those deals where I'm going to be like I got to get that next level or I'm out. I just I don't know, there's so many things that I want to do, man. I want to write books. I want to I want to make the movie that I wrote with with AJ. I want to I want to do a lot of these things, but like I don't know, I guess at what cost? And that I guess it's, it comes down to like finding that balance. Like I was saying, you know, I I do this podcast. I love doing the podcast. I don't know how many people really listen to it. Um, I know that the people that message me on Facebook or comment on Facebook that do listen to it, I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me because, you know, you just do these things and you send them out into the world and then you never really know what's going on with it. I mean, there's numbers that I could look at, but I don't really keep too much track of that. It's just like I enjoy doing it and then I enjoy like the friends and family that we've made doing it. So I put it out there, but like I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not going to stress out about it and check the numbers all the time and see how it's going. Like, man, you know, I just, I don't want to press my luck. I just, I want to keep doing things that are fun and I want to just have a good life. The reason anyone that has listened to this podcast and knows my story, the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing right now is because I was so mentally unhealthy that I had to completely transform my life. So why would I take the thing that pushed me in this direction and bring it back to let it absorb my life now? Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, this is, this is it. Like, this is, this is a good life. And I think that if we, you know, collectively would just like, number one, look at our situations and be like, okay, am I mentally unhealthy? Like what's going on with me? Am I good? Am I good to go? And whatever that case is, like with me, I just had to figure it out. And why am I unhealthy? Why am I not happy? And then I made the change. And then other things have kind of like snowballed from that change. But also taking a look at the things that are going good in our life and paying attention to those you know, there's some amazing things. And I don't know why I'm rambling about this, to be honest with you. I've just been feeling really good lately and very healthy mentally and physically. I'm the most, I'm probably the most physically healthy I've ever been in my life. 
I um, I don't know if I talked about it on our last episode, but I had a meeting with a dietitian, and I went and met with the with her and answered some questions, and we talked for a little bit. And it turns out I'm gluten intolerant, which sucks because I didn't like. It's one of these deals to where I feel like for years no one ever talked about it and then I hear like a lot of older people bring it up now to where they're just like oh now everybody's got a gluten allergy and uh, allergic to peanuts and you know this whole world is soft dude all that stuff's always been here we just ignored it you know what I mean like I've been it turns out I've been gluten intolerant for at least like 10 years and just have not been paying attention to it and I'm not saying that I like have that what is that like celiac disease or whatever to where it's like life-threatening or it's horrible what it is is that if i have gluten i bloat up really bad and i'm just uncomfortable like i can eat it but it hurts and i thought that's just how everyone felt after they ate a, a cheeseburger or after they ate pizza or something i just thought that you ate food and then afterwards your stomach was a little swollen because you're full, I thought, and then that's and then you feel sluggish, and I thought that's how it was. I also thought that everybody was just always tired. I like these things just were normal. Well, it turns out that I was allergic to gluten. I'm not supposed to swell up after I eat food, and the reason I was tired all the time and had brain fog is because I had basically these toxins that were in my stomach that I could not break down were leaking into my bloodstream and then going into my brain and making me not think clearly and also be tired all the time because the nutrients food is supposed to be giving me is not actually getting into my body. So I, uh, I'm on some medication. I'm taking some probiotics. I cut out gluten and I've been going to the gym and I feel amazing. It is ridiculous how much better I feel. So I hope to keep it going. Uh, you know, like I'm going to try the gluten thing. Um, it's just a lifestyle change. Like I, I won't go back on that because I feel so good. I did not know that I could go out to eat and leave feeling fine, but full. I just had no idea that that was a case, but I think a lot of people live like that. I think a lot of people live like that with physical pain, emotional pain and, and, uh, mental pain. I think that like, which I guess emotional, mental kind of go hand in hand, but you know, I do, I do feel like a lot of people just go through life like that because they think, well, this is how everyone feels, but it's not how everyone feels. Not everyone is the same. Everybody's different. You're allowed to feel however you want just because your family or your mom and dad or grandparents or whatever, just because they've always been miserable in their day-to-day -day life doesn't mean you have to be. Just because everybody around you has a normal job and you have a, that book that you've always wanted to, wanted to write and you feel like, well, why do I think I can write this book? I'm not going to write it. No one's ever going to publish it. Who cares? I'm just going to keep doing this normal job that I'm doing instead. Well, do you want to write the book to publish it or do you want to write the book because you have a book that you want to write? Just write the book first and then figure it out later. And don't put yourself in the same cage that everybody around you has been in. That's how we never get change is when no one – the world will always be the world if we all just continue to do the same thing over and over again. And I don't know if you've looked around lately, but the world isn't the best. 
but we can make a small changes and make our world better at least, which hopefully makes those people around us, makes their world better. And then over time can make everything better. So I don't know. Like I said, I've just been feeling good and I want you to feel good. I guess that's the biggest thing is since I've been feeling so good, I want all my friends and family to feel good as well. So I'm not like a life coach. I'm no guru. I'm nothing like that, but I do want to help. And, uh, you know, the only thing I have right now is this. So if hopefully it helps somebody just look at their life a little bit and be like, you know what, if this dude from a small town of 2,200 people who grew up without running water until he was like 11, like we had to use a bucket to flush my toilet until I was like 11, um, uh, you know, I grew up extremely poor. I grew up, uh, poor into drugs very early on. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. My memory is so bad from drugs, but I'm pretty sure that I did drugs from 13 to about 19 or 20. Um, I'm not a hundred percent because again, not a good memory. And it kind of sucks because, you know, I talked to other, uh, recovering drug addicts and they'll tell me these stories and I do have stories that I can remember but like I can't remember when they happened but anyways you know look at this dude uh, small town 2200 people drug addict at 13 uh, lost cause grew up extremely poor and now I'm driving to do shows this weekend with a guy I grew up watching on movies that I always wanted to hang out with and now I'm able to hang out with. And that might not sound like a lot to some people. Some people might be like, okay, well, you're nothing. That's fine, dude. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying that the things that I've wanted in my life are happening and they can happen for you too. I'm not saying this is the best life in the world, but I am saying this is the best life I've ever had. I'm extremely stoked to be living it. I have a great family. I have a wonderful wife. My kids are fantastic. My job is great. And I'm just saying that like five years ago, this was not the case. I did have a great wife and amazing kids, but I could not see it for the pain that I was in. I, I did not like my life. I hated my life. And I decided to break the mold. I'm not going to do the same thing that everybody else does. And I'm not going to live. I, you know, I would go talk to people about it and be like, I'm just so unhappy. I'm depressed. And they would basically be like, so are we, everybody's depressed, get over it. And I'm like, okay, that I'm not doing that. Like I'm why that doesn't make any sense. So I should just be depressed because you are okay with living in depression. No, man, I'm going to figure this thing out and I'm still figuring it out, but it's much better now. But if I would have just listened to them, my life would suck still. So don't listen to people. Listen to your heart, man. Figure it out. Just just figure it out. Figure out what in your life is making you be like stagnant and figure out how to pump life back into the well that is your life. This is I don't know how this I was just going to talk about game shows. I don't know how this got so weird and like preachy all of a sudden, but I'm into it. So uh, I really do appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Like I said, hopefully the, uh, the audio is not too bad, but I wanted to go ahead and get an episode out to you. I will probably do another one on my way home. So um, I'm just going to start doing these whenever I'm on the road by myself. I'm going to do these little solos and just ramble on. 
It's just rambling ruble here with you today. So I love you guys very much. Uh, check us out online. Uh, you can check out our Facebook group, Jake and Shea Rubles Blessed Ones. You can um, follow my Facebook page, if you will. It's just Jake Ruble Comedy. Um, that would be fantastic. I've been posting a lot of stuff on there. We've grown quite a bit. And it's funny because I'll post some stuff and then gain a bunch of followers and then lose a whole bunch too. So it kind of makes me laugh because I'm like, I don't know what people are, are expecting to find here, but I'm a weird dude and I'm going to keep being weird. So it is what it is. So I really do appreciate you guys. If you could do me a favor, if you like this podcast, do the, all the stuff that people always ask. Um, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you feel like would benefit from it. Not for me, but also for me. So uh, <laughs> just, you know, uh, for all of us, let's all win. A rising tide and whatnot. So love you guys so much. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Laugh and Be Blessed podcast. I do hope that you laughed a little. But more than anything, I hope you were blessed uh, because you blessed me. So have a great day. Have a wonderful week. And I'll see you next time.